three, two, one. All right. We're live. Well, not live. We're recording. <laughs> and before we start, the first thing we need to do, to do before we do anything is I need to give you a nice cheers here. So I think you brought a beverage. Uh, we need to I got celebrate. My diet, my diet Pepsi. Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> that's all um, I got. We need to celebrate because this this uh, this week was a milestone for you, a huge milestone. So uh, yeah, fifty thousand yeah. subscribers. By the time this comes out, you yeah. might have you might be far ahead of that because it might be a week or two. But uh, congratulations, my friend. Thank you. I'll You're drink to that. Yeah, no kidding. Gotta... <laughs> How's the ride been? Um. Oh my gosh. You mean <laughs> so, since I started YouTube? Yeah. Oh. Um, insane, intense, fun, scary, uh, everything, all, everything you can imagine. Yeah. It's been a wild ride for sure. No, no. Yeah. No kidding. And how are you doing at home, uh, with, uh, the good old COVID-19, what we all uh, seem to be talking about? Um, well, <laughs> you can't prepare it. I love it. I'm only, I'm only like, uh. Maybe a foot and a half from my camera lens. So I don't know what it's been like at your house. So I'm just taking precautions. All right. <laughs> and meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, we're like, I don't know, a thousand kilometers away, like 600 oh, miles yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we'll be, we'll be good. Oh. Yeah, it's been, it's been all right. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, you know, obviously stuck in my house like everybody is. So in Wisconsin, uh, we're on like a, a stay-at-home order it doesn't mean we can't go anywhere, but everything is shut down. So, like, you can't do any uh, backcountry camping at all. They just mm -hmm. are starting to open up, like, private campgrounds. So, the private campgrounds are going to open up May 1st. What's that? Tomorrow? So, okay. we, I, I I have a big travel trailer, too. So, we, like, actually RV camp and stuff, you know. So, we're going next week and just, that's where I'm going. No, that, that's what you're going to be doing. Yeah. It'll be a change of pace. Can we expect a, a trip video or that's just going to be for you and the family? Mm, yeah, totally. Just me and the family. Nobody's going to want to watch me RV camp. I will be doing <laughs> videos from there, though. I'm going to find a spot to go film. Nice. So, but like, how's yeah, like, the, and then what's that? Go ahead. No, go, I was just going to ask you, how's the temperature early May in Wisconsin? Um, right now it is. Eight o'clock at night here. It's forty-eight degrees. This weekend it's supposed to be seventy, so wow. I'm stoked about that. Yeah, that's gonna be nice. That's not really normal for this time of year. So, because mm. do you do you get full blown like full blown winters where you have to shovel a ton or how does oh, it? Oh, dude, how, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. There's we've had I've had winters two three feet of snow. Yeah. So yeah, I'm okay. So so for sure because. Man, my geography is terrible. So you got the state of Michigan right above you, I believe, and then yep. Wisconsin is right underneath. So that's pretty good geography. So are you getting all the? <laughs> are, are you getting? Are you getting all the like storms from the Great Lakes and all that? Like, would you still be a part of that kind of system or? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we get a lot of uh, lake effect snow. So like, I literally live five minutes from uh lake michigan i i rode my bike oh. there like two hours okay, ago okay so you're right on the lake, lake. so yeah oh, so yeah and you're so, definitely okay so you're affected by that quite a bit oh yeah yeah any any surfers on that lake have you ever no. witnessed because because lake superior there's a ton of surfers when the when the storms hit really 
Oh yeah, they they huh. can manage to get head high as well. Back in my uh, mm-hmm. in my younger years, when I used to travel to to go surfing a lot, I would drive from Ottawa, where I'm from, and I would go all the way to Maine. So when I was in university, like we'd finish like school at like ten o'clock at night on Friday night, and we'd jump in the car, drive all night eight hours, hit the coast of Maine, sleep a couple of hours on the beach, and then surf. And then we were looking to go to Lake Superior because that when the when the when the <coughs> storms hit. So I didn't know if you if you had seen any of that in Lake Michigan. No, no, no <laughs> surfing. I mean, there's guys that do like the the wakeboarding, or they have like the kite, you know, and they're going behind. Oh, the, the kite surfing, yeah, 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 the kite surfing and stuff like that. But like, no, you're not going to see actual surfing. No, not here. <laughs> no. <laughs> and and then uh, what's just below Wisconsin? Then is it Ohio? Illinois. 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 I live then- di- I live directly between Milwaukee and Chicago. I like if okay. I'm 45 minutes south of Milwaukee and I'm 45 minutes north of uh, Chicago. Speaking of Chicago, so did you grow grow up like have you been living there for a long time? Oh yeah, like where you are right now. Yep. Okay. So yeah, I was born and there? raised here. Yep. Okay. So uh, did you? Because I, you and I chatted real quick earlier this week. I, I bet you didn't have any time, but I've been following the uh, the Last Dance series on Netflix, all about the Chicago Bulls. Was that the uh, what's that called again? The Last Dance. The Last Dance. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Because after and you I don't told know... me about it, I couldn't find it. Is that right? Eh? No, yeah, no, it's, it's right it. there. There's six, no, four episodes. So they release two every week. Because they're kind of doing that, you know, that good old TV Monday yeah. night or Sunday nights. Anyways, so they released two. And, and for a guy that was born and raised 45 minutes away from Chicago from the time that it was, I my understanding from the, story, from the story, there was not much there until Michael Jordan came around. You would have lived that era. Like you would have been like oh, physically pretty, yeah, pretty close by. Oh, for sure. How, so I'm <laughs> yeah. interested to, to hear your point of view on that documentary because for me... So I'm an 88 kid. So I'm probably the last generation that really, uh, the, the, the funny thing is, is playing in the NBA was my first dream. Like for me, it was my first dream ever, which didn't turn out for many reasons, <laughs> but it was heavily uh-huh. influenced by the era of Michael Jordan, right? Up until nine, uh, 1997 or whatever. And watching yeah. that documentary to me, it's like, whoa. What a cool thing. And it would have been cool to hear your point of view on that just because you were there. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I was ne- honestly, I was never really like a big sports guy at all. But, okay. but uh, uh, yeah, dude, I, 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 how could you not remember the, the three Pete? You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? right. <laughs> the, that, that was like, that was when anybody watched basketball. I feel like people don't even watch basketball now, like at all. Like it's never, well, I mean, I never anybody talk about it or anything like that. Well, for us, last year in Canada, was it last year? Yeah, last year in Canada, the Raptors won, right? Toronto Raptors. So that was a huge thing. That brought up quite a bit of life in the basketball life, but you're right that it hasn't been as popular yeah, as no. uh, the, the good old days. Or even when uh, LeBron James was just drafted, it was a lot more kind of <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it would be an awesome time to go celebrate your 50,000 subs with a hiking trip, but... <laughs> Look, dude, that's not, that's not dude. happening anytime oh, soon, man. right? No, no, I, I cannot wait. The second they open up anything, I am gone. I'm like, I've already told my wife, and my kids, I'm like, just be ready because I won't, <laughs> I won't be here. Just so you know. 
Oh, and do you? Because now you're uh, you're officially kind of like uh, I think you've announced this many times, but like you're you're full time YouTubing. But prior to that, your pr- previous career, I, I think you were in uh, insurance business or. Yeah, so I still own an insurance is. agency. I haven't. Oh, so, so you're still partnered up there. Um. Yep. So I still. I'm, I'm the owner. I own it. Um. Okay. And it's it's my insurance agency. So, uh, I, I just have you know I just don't really do a lot. <laughs> I, well, you, I would I would probably say I'm at. Well, yeah, I maintain it. Yep. 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 So I'm I'm probably ninety five percent YouTube at this point, like literally. Okay. So yeah, literally. And uh, you're in your new studio. Is it kind of done? Yeah. So well, this is yeah. So this is the uh, this is where the magic happens. All right. But this is the uh, the the office. This is where I operate my business out of forever. And uh, okay. I just decided to do a little. Somebody commented uh, recently. They told me that something about like they're commenting on how ugly the room was. And I tell people, I'm like. <laughs> It was it used to be a baby nursery. Like it was never meant to be a YouTube studio, right? <laughs> so this week I just got frustrated and I just uh, so I painted. I put some this, this board stuff on the wall and I got all kinds of new lighting coming and stuff like that. So it'll hopefully hopefully be a little better. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know the one of the thing I don't know for you, but for me, one of the things that. I dread all the time is the setup, right? So the idea is oh, to dude. try to find a place that it's just like plug and play, right? People have no idea, with... right? Yeah. I mean, you do YouTube. They have no people that don't do YouTube have absolutely <laughs> no idea. Like they think they know. They think that I, oh, that guy just set up a camera and started talking. No, 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 no. You don't realize <laughs> no. I spent three hours trying to place a light in the right spot yeah. or something, you know, or. Yeah. And it's the learning curve that 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 takes forever too. Like I'm just like I'm terrible at color grading. Like I'm just trying to understand and and for me, um, and I mean everybody's got you know different resources, but and 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 money for me is kind of like it's not that it's it's tight or anything. It's just I don't want to invest too much into this quite yet. You know, yeah, and, I hear and, you. I, I, I hear you. and I I feel like there's a lot to be learned. Regardless of what, because for me, everybody knows I, I shoot on my iPhone 11. And when I'm outside, I can do really good stuff. Like I can, I'm really learning all the tricks on how to do slow-mo and understanding shutter speed and all that. Because with the iPhone yep. Pro, you, you have all those, 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 I guess, uh, settings that you can play with, right? Yeah. But one of the things is when I record inside, it's, it's, it's definitely challenging to get a nice quality because the lighting is just not there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, and sometimes I beat myself down. I look at it. I was like, man, it's not as crisp as Dan Becker's video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 No. I, if, and then, if, I, if I wasn't doing this as, if, as a job, I would not have put <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it wouldn't have been that way. But at the same time, my point with all this is there's so much to learn. Like there's so much room to become better that doesn't involve your camera right oh for sure that that's what i'm trying as much as because we're all like especially in the backpacking world or in the outdoor world we're all like gear oriented in in a lot of ways like i'm not a huge gear head myself i love gear and i like to shop for it but i'm not a huge gear head uh but like any like but like now you I kind of take the attitude of backpacking or, or the outdoors now i look at all the cameras and you start going like 
you know, super analytics on what's going to be the right thing for you. And then meanwhile, you're not creating valuable content while you do that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, anyway, so that's sometimes I have to kind of step back, be like, just focus on getting better in front of the camera. Yep. Before, <laughs> yeah. Before, yeah. <laughs> before you, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think people, it, you know, if, if anybody's looking to start a YouTube channel, they don't need uh, uh, lights and camera that you really, you, you do it with your phone. I know, I literally know people that have hit a hundred thousand subscribers with just their cell phone without even yeah. I mean, you know, just because their content was good. So, and it's, um, you know, in a previous life, as you can see here and, and behind me, we were talking about this a little bit. I, I was a lot into music and, and more specifically what I wanted to do once upon a time was to own a recording studio. Right. And one thing that I learned when I was kind of working with different artists at the time, nothing, nothing's just, just local stuff for fun. Right. Uh, but one thing that I learned really fast is regardless of the quality of the room that you're recording in, regardless of the mic quality that you have, regardless of everything, it all comes down to performance. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, you can only, and, you can uh, only make suck sound so good, right? <laughs> right? That's right. So. And, and uh, lately, a lot of artists on Facebook and all that are doing like Facebook Lives mm -hmm. every week. And I, I just, I don't, you probably know the artist uh, the passenger uh uh what's uh let it go no let her go what's that famous uh song uh anyways he's a he's a folk guy from from the uk and he's got a setup and i keep bringing it up because i think it's just so valuable for all the youtubers out there he's got like a phone set up in his living room the room sounds super echo and he just shows up and plays oh, yeah. and it sounds and looks like crap <clears throat> but man does the quality of his playing care like you just forget yeah. all the you forget flaws all that of stuff. the technical. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and so what what would be some of your tips to to you know what? Because one of the thing, I guess that's a good segue uh, to bring that in. One of the things that I love doing all the time, and and I do that with every YouTuber is I look at their first video. Don't look at my video, first right? video, please. Don't look at my oh, first I video. Oh, I looked at it a hundred times. <laughs> Just you know what to, that was? To... You know what's so funny? I I had a uh, it's probably it's in another room. It's a it's a yeah. little uh, like an office desk light that kind of comes and hangs over. And I had to in order to get it to that's what I used to light myself for that video. And in order to do yeah. it, I had to because I couldn't get it to go up high enough like on the desk, so I had to put it under my desk, like <laughs> prop it up with like books so it would bend up like this. And then it was like. Yeah, it was it was bad. It was bad. I mean, I didn't know anybody. I had no idea. And I had a little point and shoot camera I was using, and yeah, but I am not yeah. the person to ask for like tips for lighting or cameras or anything. Everything that I've learned has been from just watching YouTube channels. You know? Yeah, the the, the I call them the coaches, the YouTube <laughs> yeah. coaches out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But one thing that I think that you you bring to the table a lot, regardless of the technical side of things, is and especially if you look at your first video today, and I mean like. And you can see your progression. You increasingly, in my opinion, and very rapidly became really good at getting your message across. Oh, thank you. And do you mm -hmm. do you have any tips for upcoming YouTubers? Like what? 
you I, I, I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. Like from your first video, I think it was about the, I'm, I probably look like a creeper, but I was just doing my research. <laughs> but you're from your first video about, about, uh, you know, the hammock being claustrophobic yeah. to now yeah. when you make your videos, your energy is completely different. The yeah. way you speak at the camera, everything. Yeah. Well, see the, the intent, what? the intent behind that video, because I think people think I thought people think I thought people probably thought <laughs> I was trying to start a YouTube channel and I wasn't, <clears throat> I was literally frustrated because I was claustrophobic okay. in a hammock and there wasn't a single video out there to try to fix it and help me. And I knew I was just like, I know there's people out there that are just like me that get in a bivy or a hammock or a tent that are claustrophobic. And I'm like, I figured it out. So I'm like, you know, I bet you people want to know this. So I made a video and I kept telling, like, I didn't even want to make the video. I would like comment on other YouTubers. I'd be like, Hey, I got an idea for you. You know, here if you you know if you figure out how to tell people how to not be claustrophobic in small confined tents and space, I bet you you'll get a lot of views. And of course, nobody nobody made the video because I don't even like people tell me to make videos all the time. I just like <laughs> thank you, <laughs> you know. So uh, I made the video and that was it. And then I, I I realized that there was this thing called YouTube Studio where you can check your analytics and you can see like who's how many yeah. people are watching and stuff like that and i'm like oh wow people are watching this like are you kidding me well should should i make another one i i guess so i made another one and then i was like wow people are watching that one too holy cow and then i'm like well i guess i'll make another one and i just then it that was it and then and then yeah. the addiction came because like i would watch the 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 view count <laughs> you know what i mean like i would watch yeah and i would just be like four five six seven eight nine ten views oh my gosh you you would do that motion yeah refresh yeah yeah refresh. Yeah, 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 yeah just refresh 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 <laughs> and then and then people started co commenting like they're asking questions to they must think i know what i'm doing awesome you know so then um uh then uh, then it was um uh people were uh subscribing like, holy cow, yeah. there's a subscriber? Holy cow. And then it was just like, well, I guess I'll just keep doing this. And then and then it just got out of control. Like I when I say out of control, I mean it it I, the 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 growth didn't it was not you know, it wasn't something I expected at all. So it just grew. Speaking of the growth, like let's talk timeline a little bit. So you so how many months like when Maybe I should ask it this way. Which video kind of like, you know, brought you from like the regular you to like, boom, like something happened? Um, Do you remember that video? Yeah. So um, I don't remember the exact video. I believe it was like how to lighten your pack or something like that. It was a video. Okay. So what happened was, is I was growing like at a pretty decent rate, you know, before a video hit, start. you know, I mean, it was, you know, for... A lot of guys that start their channels, I was probably growing a little bit faster to begin with. But then I was, um, I forget where I was. I was camping or hiking somewhere. And I was looking at my, I, ha I was able to get a signal and I looked up what was going on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got like 100 subscribers in one day. And I was Whoa. like, yeah. what is going on? And then I realized Talk about the yeah, addiction. There, well, there was a vi what it, this was like in probably January, end of January of so, 2019. So two months yeah. in? No, I well, I started November 15th, 2018. Yes. So like two yep. months in. Yeah. So January hit. And then 
uh, this, but it was a December video that, so it was like a month old video. So it must've hit an algorithm. Like somebody must've shared it somewhere, something. Yeah. And YouTube said, okay, we'll recommend this video. And then that video to, to this day is one of my bigger videos. And, uh, and then it just, from that point on, it, there was like that peak and then it just came down a little bit and then I'd get lucky on another video and then it would come down a little bit lucky in another video come down a little bit so it, it just yeah i mean once people started realizing and then i think people were like well who's this guy because i wasn't the normal backpacking channel i was the yeah the weekend warrior like wow there's a guy out there for the weekend warriors he's not a through hiker oh wow let's let's see what's going on here <laughs> let's see what's going on yeah and i i started to follow you i would say somewhere around the Anywhere between the 300s and the 500s. Uh, so like, it was 100 subscribers? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I was, I was super early. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I Holy was super cow. early. And, 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 and I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean to, to put you on the spot, but I don't know if you remember the, uh, this, but at some point you, because we were commenting back and forth, and at one point you, you, you actually, you're, uh, you commented on one of my uh, uh, winter expeditions. Oh, okay. All right. Up in the at. Up in the Adirondacks, and uh, which I I know you frig you, <laughs> you have so many to keep yeah. count of. I I don't take any offense <laughs> if you don't remember. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, but that was a that was a that was certainly a huge um, kind of like a huge a huge push for me to kind of to go ahead and be like, oh, that's that's fun because you said you said I should keep making them. I was like, well, that's, that's I really think I do remember things. that actually. Were you were you solo camping? No, it was uh, I was in the Adirondacks Mountain in the middle of the winter, and I froze my toes off so bad that I, I didn't feel six of my toes for six months. <laughs> that's a great video. <laughs> yeah, that's a great video. The only problem with that video is that, and I'm sure you've experienced that. Is now I look back at it, I'm like, man, I should have taken the footage when I took my oh, boots dude. off. Oh, dude. Yeah. But I was so I was so concerned, per- like. For for the folks at home that didn't watch it, it's uh, last, not this February, last February, so of 2019, I went to the Adirondacks with my, my regular three other friends, and we set out to hike, I think initially eight high peaks in the middle of the winter. I'm talking like 10 feet of snow. Holy cow. Like the, the, the markers, the, the trail markers are buried under snow. They're usually seven feet up in what? the air, right? <laughs> so you were snowshoeing, yeah, yeah, like, obviously. The Adirondacks... Yeah, yeah, heavy snowshoeing, and and we're carrying like that kind of uh, winter adventure is like we're talking fifty, fifty five. Oh my gosh! Yeah, between between all the gear and the warmth that you need, like it's just like there's no there's no other way, and like the mountaineering like uh, crampons and and the boots. Anyways, shorts uh, for folks at home who wants to watch it. It's a really good video. But what ended up happening is for whatever reason, in the morning, my your boots are frozen. Obviously, that's just part of like deep winter camping, and I I don't know if it's because my party was a little slow. Like I tend to hike a bit faster usually, but in those conditions, you don't separate. You don't just like hike ahead. Like you you stick together. Yeah. And I just could never warm up throughout the day. So after like ten hours of hiking, like at some point I kind of lost. It's like oh, I guess I forgot about my toes. Then I got to camp at night when it had been like eight 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 hours of hiking where they had been frozen. And I'm realizing, I'm like, man, this is not good. So we, we actually set up camp in an illegal spot. So we're above 4,000 foot. 
So, but in the winter, you're allowed to do that, but you're supposed to be 150 feet away from the trail. Yeah. Which those, those, that doesn't exist in the right, forest. Like, right. It's not like you'll ever find right, flat right, ground right, 100 right. feet away from a trail. <clears throat> but it was an emergency camp. Sun was setting. We didn't make it to where we needed to make my, I was about to lose my toes and I took my boots off and my, my feet were waxy white. Oh man. Like, and I was like, shit. So that took me like, we boiled water and like, I like to bring like a, an MSR dromedary in the in the winter time to, to yeah. boil water in and put in the, in my sleeping bag. Boil water, down booties, everything, and it hurt so much. Oh, all dude! Night. It just like as it was. So did you back. get frostbite? Anyway, so that's the that's. Well, yeah, I, I got some some severe deep tissue damage. I didn't lose any toes, but now my my biggest challenge now because you know as as most of my subscribers know i do all my hiking in the winter in the summertime for me it's all portaging and, and canoe camping and all. i that love how you canadians say that's portaging I, okay well here's the deal i actually learned that today on the joe rogan <laughs> podcast funny enough I, that's so funny because everybody always like why is it portaging and and tom green yeah the comedian tom green who's who's from ottawa actually it's right right where i'm from well Anyways, just outside, and uh, he was saying it's it's because it comes from the French Canadians coming down from the Hudson Bay and and that company, and then and like coming down with the voyageurs they, they were called, coming down the Ottawa River and selling their their fur and all that. So it's called portaging. It's, it's not portaging. portaging. It is not portaging. <laughs> <laughs> is it? I don't know. I, I mean, like. The, one of the most famous guy on YouTube, Joe Robinette, who uh, who does all the famous in terms of the portaging world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> calls it portaging, so I'll, I'll stick with his. Uh, oh, his that's way. so funny. <laughs> but anyway, so I did get pretty uh, severe blisters, and um, and uh, now my my challenge is every time I go out, I freeze my toes pretty. Easily. Oh, dude! So like it's to to so, now, uh, you're still having issues with it, like. Yeah, well, so that happened in February, and I didn't feel all of my toes until the end of August of that same year. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, that was that was that was bad. So now I'm like hyper focused on it. And uh, when we went out, actually, this winter again, what we was out, the temperature? What? How cold did it get? Oh, it gets cold. So uh, so we slept at at, at like minus. Uh, that's in Celsius for me. So minus <clears throat> twenty eight Celsius. So we meet at minus forty Celsius in Fahrenheit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're talking like well, well, well below zero, so minus twenty eight. No, like, so that's yeah, yeah. No, that's not. I, I, that is not pleasant. I like anything below, anything below twenty. I don't know Celsius very well, but anything below twenty Fahrenheit, twenty degrees Fahrenheit. So below yeah. freezing. But if I get below twenty, so I'm not. I don't so enjoy it. So freezing is twenty for you. Twenty Fahrenheit? freezing is thirty two. Wait, 32 will... Fahrenheit is freezing. Yeah, so water, water will freeze will at freeze... 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, so for us, it'll freeze at zero degrees Celsius. Was, we were yeah, right. You... Okay, so but... if I'm if I'm at 20 degrees, which is probably like, I don't know, probably negative seven, eight maybe for you, I would guess. I don't know. So uh, it's hard to tell. Like 50 is 10 for me. What is... 20 degrees Fahrenheit in Celsius. Minus 6.7 degrees Celsius. Oh, I was 0.3 off. Good man. <laughs> Good man. So, so yeah, it's, uh... minus six is pretty mild. But I mean, we live like the Northeast is different. 
It really is. Like the way the weather patterns and all that, especially upstate New York, Maine, with the whites. If you if you want to play in the winter th- there, th- there's you don't have any choice. Yeah, that's brutal. No, I, you, anything any, anything around that temperature, so negative seven for you. Okay, I'm, I'm not having I'm not having any fun you after can. that. No, I'm, I'm I mean I'll do it. Yeah, I've done it. I've done I've gone down lower than that, but I don't enjoy it. You okay. know, it's, and I go uh, camping in the winter quite a bit. Yeah, no, I've and and I've seen yeah for sure, but I think a lot of people think it's insane. But you have to understand that. So my toe incident, my like me freezing off my toes, is a very isolated incident. Like it's really not that typical. Like I, that never. Yeah. I've been doing it for twenty years. It's never happened before. Now, uh, and I, I'm never cold when I go out. That's the other thing. Most people are like, "Dude, aren't you cold?" I'm like, I wouldn't be doing this if it was that miserable. It's hard. It's certainly very challenging and hard, especially physically, because you carry just such an immense amount of weight. And you're climbing, but realistically, like this winter, we slept all four in a, I have a four-person tent, like the uh, Marmot uh, Limelight uh, four-person tent, and, and we split that across, so it's about two pounds each, which is which is nice. And it's nice to be all four together, especially in the wintertime, because you spend a lot of time just sitting in your tent when you're done. Anyway, so so we slept at minus, uh, this, this winter, minus 30, and uh, none of us were cold. Like, I'm talking, like, nobody got cold at all so but we're we're talking like when i see you guys like talk about your uh your 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 puffy jackets in the in the summertime so when you guys talk about your winter jackets and you have like these small winter puffy jackets for me it's like my my winter parka is it's huge right and i have the same kind of setup for pants so when i get to camp i strip naked on like i go in my my base layer and I just go under there and I just dry, yeah. light, your body dries off your base layer in there and I'm fine. Like I'm toasty warm. <laughs> I'm oh, sure, geez. I'm sure you would like it. It's, it's, uh, it's fun up there because like, I, 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 do you have any experience in climbing like mountains in, in your hiking? Like in no, summer? no. So no, I mean, I, I've, I haven't, I've done, you know, some mountains, but not. I'm from the Midwest. It's flat here, so it's, yeah, it's pretty flat. But it, you went to yeah. Utah, which that's uh, that's a different experience, and want to I want to certainly talk about that. But the yeah. Northeast, if you get a chance to get out there, you know you'll climb. They're only five thousand footers, but like you're gonna. Oh be yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that. I mean, I've been to the Smokies a few times, and yes. So, but yeah. the difference between the Smokies and the and the Adirondacks or the Whites is, for whatever reason, above four thousand feet, there's no more trees up in the Adirondacks. Oh, okay. So like you're above tree line and exposed, and you get these massive three sixty views. It's just awesome, it's breathtaking. That's why I yeah. go out in the winter. It's just it's just you can't beat by that. Yeah, that's what I don't like about the Smokies. Like if you go in when it's real dense forest, like if it's you know a lot of leaves on the trees and stuff, you're 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 just like what the heck am I doing here? Cause you feel like, where's the view? You're never, you're, you you see a view like twice a day. I feel like, <laughs> cause until like there's a sort of a clearing and you're like, Oh, I can sort of see out there, you know? So every once in a while you'll find a bald in the Smokies, but <laughs> that's about it. How often have you gone? Uh, I've gone to the Smokies three times, I believe three times. Yep. In the past, probably two years. And how far is that for you, give or take? Um, it's about, what is it for me? Is it 12 hours? About a 12-hour wow. drive, I think. 
That's a commitment. yeah. I but I've flown there a couple times too. So I've got a buddy that uh, he uh, he's a pilot, and so he he likes to fly. I like to hike. So that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Commercial license, or he has like a float plan, or yeah, he used to, he used to yeah he used to fly for uh, all the airlines. He was a contracted uh, pilot for all the major airlines and stuff. And now he just he teaches flight school and has a couple planes and he likes to fly. And I'm like, I'll give you gear if you go hiking. He's like, yeah, let's do it. So okay, so that's that's the deal. Now, yeah, what's the logistic like? Can can anybody like obviously you need your license for flying, but if he's like, okay, I'm gonna go from Wisconsin to uh, which state is the Smokies? Uh, uh, Tennessee. T- Tennessee. Anyways, is, can, it's Kentucky. I, think. Can, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't even remember. But anyways, like, can you just jump on your on your plane and go, or you have to send an itinerary to someone, or do you know that? Or yeah, no, 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 no. yeah, no. He can. He, you can just jump in and go. But I, but he's a. You got a plan ahead. I know that because he's always checking weather and. Of course, yeah. And all that yeah. stuff, and yeah. Mm. The Smokies, I'd like to do that section eventually, like the the because that, that's like that's a, a decent milestone for the AT through hikers. Right? Yeah, I would yeah. love to hike that section uh, one day. We'll see. Yeah, I and I've I've only been on the AT. <clears throat> Matter of fact, I don't even. I maybe uh, maybe I had a quarter of a mile at most because mm-hmm. you know it just runs through the Smokies. So and the Smoky. That's a big place. So you're lucky if you hit the AT. Yeah, it's pretty large. Yeah. And aren't you forced to sleep in the in the shelters when you go out there? No, they have. uh, I think on. I think maybe on the Appalachian Trail. I think maybe. I'm not sure exactly how it works in the Smokies, but they have designated campsites. Oh, I see. So and uh, and uh, yeah, you. You talked about hammocking a lot more in your early in the beginning of your of your YouTube career, call it. But uh, now you you're mostly in your tent. Is there a reason why you swapped or? Yeah, so I still hammock. Um, um, I when I went to Michigan, I hammocked in December. Um, but yeah, no. So I I originally was hammocking. So when I my very first backpacking trip, I was in a hammock. Um, and, um, I enjoy it. I like it, but I started to take my kids with me and my kids were too young for a hammock. Mm -hmm. And so we started to tent and then, um, it just, it's just gotten to the point now where I've learned, like people always say like, Oh, how could you be comfortable on the ground? Oh, it's the ground is terrible. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, you, it's not terrible. You just have to know how to do it. Like you can, you can make it comfortable. And so I've learned how to sleep very comfortably in a tent, like without being sore and making sure I pick the right camp, uh, you know, site and the right gear and all that stuff. And I enjoy having a living space like, you know, and, and not that I don't enjoy a hammock cause I do enjoy a hammock, but I found that I've now I'm able to sleep as comfortable in a tent as a hammock. And so it's just, and <clears throat> not that I'll, I'll definitely hammock again. I like, I've got, I think four hammocks sitting back here. So <laughs> it's like, it's not like I'm, it's not like I'm not going to hammock, but um, you know, it's just, I like tenting. I do. I, and, and I like, I like the fact that it's, it's lighter. Like you can't, 
get lighter than okay. a tent setup. There's just no, like the lightest tent setup is always going to be lighter than the lightest hammock setup, no matter what you do. So, mm. you know, I mean, I and enjoy the that volume part. that it takes in your pack too will all, always be smaller. It can be. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yep. But I mean, you're talking, you got your top quilt, you got your under quilt, you got your tarp, exactly. you got your hammock, you got your suspension, you know, and all yeah. that adds up. And with your tent, you just got your tent, sleep pad and a quilt or sleeping bag and you're done. So and you, you're good and to go. I've I'll tell you what though, sleeping, sleeping in a, or setting up in the rain though, in a tent, <laughs> I have not figured that out yet. <laughs> well, I, so I that's, there's not much to figure out other than embracing the fact that it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Exactly. You're going to get yeah. the inside of your tent's going to get wet. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah but you're sure. right. But so you haven't, you haven't done a quilt. I haven't done a quilt yet uh, because uh, actually that's a lie. I have a Costco quilt that when I go portaging in the summertime, <laughs> what? what? In the, you in go the, where? The, where I go where? <laughs> when I go uh, when I go in the summertime, like in the in the when it gets especially like mid July to like early August when it's super warm, uh, I yeah. bring the little Costco the little Costco quilt actually, and uh, I'm really happy with that and now too so last year i purchased uh both uh the x light and the x therm okay and 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 initially i bought the x therm to do a to use as a four season pad yeah considering it's a, it's a great use, it's a great pad i and and i <clears throat> absolutely love it i went from a self-inflatable pad that i've used for I've started backpacking. I was super lucky. My my dad brought me in the Adirondacks when I was 12 years old. Oh wow! That was my first experience. Okay? Oh wow! And then, and then from there it was like I can never stop doing that. And then there was a part of my life about four or five years that I didn't do much. But I I since I was 12 I've always had a self inflatable pad from Thermarest or MEC, which is our the, the REI version of Canada. And uh, then I went from there to the Xterm, and that was just like oh. There is a possibility to sleep comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that was number one. And then I bought the X-Term because most people would say it's way too warm for the summer. And although it is, but my goal was to go with something like the Costco quilt that'd be so small that it would compensate, right? It would be like, I, I just, it's like having nothing over top of you. Yeah. So that's kind of been my setup in the summer. So I have tried a quilt, but I haven't tried a quilt in... Uh, I don't have like a 20 degree quilt, let's say, like you guys have, like, I yeah. don't have that. So I, I haven't tried like a real quilt, like in the, in those kind of temperature, but you're, you're using a sleeping bag then, right? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Most of the time. That's what I have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's nothing wrong with that. I, 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 no, there's, and yeah. And, and no, no, there's nothing wrong with a sleeping bag. It's just, I like the quilt is very in right now. Right. It's the thing. To <laughs> but be in are you hammocking? No, no, I'm always on the ground. Oh, okay. For a second there, I thought you were saying you were hammocking. Okay. No, no, I'm al I'm always on the ground. I've hammocked once in one of my uh, portaging trip. <laughs> I had a chillax. I have okay. a chillax uh, hammock from Costco that I that I I'll just like take the weight penalty because when I get to camp, it's just so comfortable to just yeah. lounge around. And one night, I was like, man, it's such a beautiful night. And the way I was pitched, I was pitched kind of like two trees was kind of overhanging over top of the water. So yeah, I slept yeah. there in, under the stars. Oh, that's <laughs> and awesome. I have to admit, it was one of my best sleep ever. I, I put my um, 
my buddy Pierre hammocks all the time. So he said, use your sleeping pad and put it underneath you. It'll it'll flatten you out and then sleep at an angle. Yeah, it was it was a great experience. Uh, but uh, no, most of the time I'm I'm always on the ground. But I'm very interested in in I I am trying to see the thing with the ultralight and all that, or the the concept of ha- of managing your weight is actually rather. Although I've been doing it for so long, it's it's rather um, new to me. The past like three years maybe mm-hmm. before before i've before it was all about like just you carry 50 pounds it's just what it is yeah that's what i've like from the age of 14 to sure. 28 yeah it was just a thing like it's just like that's what a backpacking trip is you're going for three days it's 50 pounds it's just what it is so we just embraced it and now i've started to invest it a little bit more so that's why a quilt kind of speaks to me to try to see if i can bring it down yeah and uh, and I think it does. Yeah, I think I, I'd be very interested to try a nice quilt, uh, just just for just for the fact of trying something new, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's quilting is, and there, there's so many. Especially, I feel so bad for like the new backpackers that are being told that you've gotta have a quilt. Like, if you don't have a quilt, you don't know what you're doing. And I just, it's that's just such a. It's it it's a learned experience in my opinion i just don't think that a quilt is for everybody i think a sleeping bag is a better option for a lot of people i mean especially people that like are constantly rolling around at night and moving around and flipping from side to side your quilt it's going to come up on the sides it's going to get drafts under there no matter what you do and you're and it's a learned experience and people will buy the they're doing it because it's lightweight so they buy a a, a, a narrow quilt and then they get out there and they're like why am i cold well because you bought a narrow quilt and all your sides keep coming up so it's just like just buy the sleeping bag get you know what i mean like i don't know i think no i i agree like i'm 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 working myself on like a different like uh uh backpacking series like for especially for beginners and all that and and for me like especially like at 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 Park Extreme on the channel, you know, I go out with the kids all the time. Like I have two kids and they're, they're, they're like seven and eight now. Are they seven and eight? Yeah, they're seven and eight now. Yeah. And, and, and I, I've been camping with them all the time. So for me, like, you know, every time it's like, oh, buy this piece of gear. It's like, I have to buy it three times. Oh right? yeah. So, yep. so, so financially that's just like, that's just not viable. Right. Like I just can't. Yeah. have all the state of the art things right so so we make do with whatever we make and and one of the things i'm trying to do on the channel is just like and and it's a bit of a byproduct of having so many outdoor youtube channels that it's nice it creates a community there's a niche there's you know pe- really good people like especially like man since i started the podcast and the channel i've met so many really good-hearted people sure. which is awesome like you know it's really good but the challenge to this is that sometimes, and I don't think anyone means that on purpose, but everyone's trying to be an, an, a quote-unquote expert. Yep. We, it's just too much. Like the amount of gear or the amount of things that you need when you go out there, it just becomes very expensive. So for me, it's like I often show like, you know, my, my small two-person tent, it's a fly top. I got it like four years ago. It's just a Chinese tent. And I dare anyone to follow me on a portaging trip and try to keep up with me. Like, yeah, yeah, for yeah. me, that's what the way I look at it. It's like, it's about getting outside, getting people out. Yeah, there, right? exactly. So whether you get a, 
Whether you get a quilt or a sleeping bag. Who cares? Bag, <laughs> who cares? And yeah. one, you know, one time you posted um, a picture on your Instagram that was a guy walking with like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chairs and yeah. everything. And my comment is like, if he, if that means he goes out for a weekend, yeah, go for it. Who yeah, cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a picture from my very first backpacking trip. So we only hiked in. We hiked in a quarter of a mile to a shelter. And because in Wisconsin, you, we, you have to book shelters. You can't just go disperse camp and in, in the southern part of the state where I'm at. And so we just we booked this shelter and it just happened to be a quarter of a mile in. Thank God it was a quarter of a mile in. Because he 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 was going to like camp in the back country. I was like learning backpacking because I had watched YouTube videos for like a month and a half. That's how yeah. that's how I knew to hammock. So I went and bought a I went and oh, bought okay. a cheap Chinese hammock super fast. And then um, we we were walking, and I was just dying laughing. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. You know, he was you know just such a good friend, and I just I'm like I grabbed my phone, I just took a picture. <laughs> so I've used that. A, Made him sign yeah, a waiver. Yeah, yeah. I've used that. A, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so people think I like faked that picture. I stole it offline. No, that was a I legit took that pic of that dude. <laughs> oh man, and and for me, it's like like I said, like for me, the goal is to go outside. Like, how better would this world be if if um, more people were into the outdoors mm-hmm. in general? Sure. Like, like it, it it just gives us a different perspective, a humility, and especially in a world where we're trying to save Mother Nature, how hard is it to grasp that concept if you live in a sky riser in the middle of New York City, yeah. for example, right? Yep going out it's about going out there so so i so i try to do that and 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 so whatever gear people bring i don't think you know i don't think it really matters it doesn't it doesn't so for me i've always been like a just a a gadget guy and a gear guy i just like yeah cool new thing it doesn't even matter if it's backpacking like it's like the camera gear that i have is just stupid you know what i mean like That'll be something I'll never really talk. I mean, who nobody in my I would never talk about that because people don't care about that on my backpacking channel. But I'm now I'm now I'm a yeah. camera nerd, you know. Like I've got micro, and so I'm into this. I'm in, I'm also a musician, so a lot of people don't know that I've got drums. I'm a drummer. I've got drum stuff like crazy. So I just geek out on stuff talk like that. So for that. me, oh yeah, all right. So oh, but well, well, no, well, go 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 finish. Sorry, finish your thought. No, I, no, I no. Thought you were yeah, yeah. No, I, I was just saying that. Um, being able to uh i i feel like i probably put off put out the vibe that i am you've got to have awesome gear to backpack and i do well, i don't think you yeah. I, I do have awesome gear i've got mm-hmm. an ungodly amount of gear but that's yeah. just because i like gear and it's not because yeah. you know yeah. like i'm i'm the same as you like I, I don't care how you got to where you got in the back country. I'm just glad you're here. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, I'm just glad we're hanging out. I'm glad you're sitting around the fire. I don't care if you pulled a wagon to get out here, whatever, who cares? You know, like, thanks for coming. Yeah. So that's kind of the way I look at it. But yeah. So yeah, music. No, for sure. And I, I, sorry, I didn't mean to no, say no, that, that that's, that's the impression you give out at all because no, you know, no, no, you're, you did you're probably you did one it. of the first one. To tell people, don't buy a quilt, go for a, for a sleeping bag, just, you know, for, for all the good reasons you brought up. But, 
It's just I think I think it's our responsibility in a lot of ways that yes, we need to inform people about a lot of the different cool things that's out there. But I think we need to not forget the message about like let's just go out. Exactly. You know what I well, mean? Well and that's I think yeah. that's one of the <clears throat> one of the biggest issues in the whole outdoor community. Like I feel like there's this divide between people who like, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to like put people in a box, but it's typically like, uh, you know, the through hikers versus the not through hikers, you know what I mean? And I feel like there's this, there's just this, like, uh, people look down on other people based on how they think they should do it. And it's just so silly. It's just so silly. It's just like, it's like grow up. It's high school. It's totally high school. It's just like grow up. Be glad that they're even getting out yeah. there, you know. Of course. So who cares? And 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 there's value in both worlds. Like you know, I I for for me, uh, look forward one day. I, I st- it's still part of my bucket list to one day through hike. Just you know, I'd love to do it with my kids. Like I, I it's one of my dreams when they're 16, 15, 16. Like they're only eleven months apart. Holy my cow! Girls, so. And they're like 15, 16 or whatever. Like I would love to share that experience with them, right? It's been something I've been thinking a lot for a long time. But so there's value to that. And for everybody that's prepping to go for a through hike, there's so much value to that. It's just we need to we need to get away um, from from who's doing it better. Thank you. Yes. Right? Because is there honestly a better? Is there a better? Or is it just the it's fact not- that you have more experience and maybe you're able to – not make yeah. as many mistakes doesn't mean you're better than anybody i just i get so frustrated when i hear people say that they're that, yeah. that just bothers me it bothers no, me I, I i agree too and i mean like for i don't know i know i know you're a man of faith um and i don't want to well we can go deep if that's what you want to go but oh, for care. me like i i go i go out i go out in the back country and i i just when i bring people out there i try to bring uh has nothing to do with Christianity, but I try to, I try to, how can I say that? To give people an experience that will make them understand the energy that mother nature has to provide for us, has for us out there. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that has nothing to do with the gear has nothing to do with, with how long you hike. It has everything to do with being in a place where your life is kind of very minimalistic. Oh, for sure. And you're connecting with your primal needs of building a nest, which is your shelter, of feeding yourself, which is the food that you bring and you have to cook it, and of just surviving and connecting with, like, you can't deny the power that the stars have when they're out, like, when you're just sitting there, you're looking straight into infinity. It's just like, right. And and that's the experience out there, in my opinion. That's, That's what I get out there. Yeah. 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 I, I kind of feel like, uh, th- so the, the moment for me is when I get out and I kind of just, I'm at camp. If it's, you know, if it's, if it's a pleasant moment, I should say, if it's not like pouring rain or something, but if I'm yeah, at camp course. and I just take that deep breath and I'm just like, this is exactly where I want to be. I'm not thinking about my awesome Dyneema tent or this or whatever. I'm yeah. just like, here I am, you know, and, and, and for me, the gear is like, uh, it's like any cool new toy, you know, it's just like, and I love to of show course. it off. I love to mess around with it. I love to play with it. You know, it's just fun. Yeah. So, 
Oh, and God, gear is so much fun. It's just so much fun. <laughs> you mentioned earlier, and I mean, I, I know uh, your followers know this, but I don't know how much they know about it. You have a whole other music career behind you. <laughs> so, I, w- I wouldn't call it a career. But yeah, so yeah, yeah, you yeah, play I'm, the drums? Yeah, yep, yep. I've been drumming for a long time. Yep. Started when, when I was. When did you start? 12, I think. I was 12 years old. When I started playing, yep, started played for lots of different churches, lots of different churches. I played in college, played in a band. I was in a country cover band for a long time. Nice. Played all the fairs and the festivals and all that stuff. Okay. And, yep. So you you went around quite a bit then. Uh, locally, yeah, mainly. Yeah, we didn't travel super far, but. Yeah. Yeah, mainly. But it's fun, man. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Then it got old because my kids were getting older and. I was I was getting home at like three thirty in the morning on a Saturday night and yeah, yeah no I'm done. <laughs> it's tough after a while for sure. How yeah. um, do you miss the rush of the stage though? No, I mean I yeah it was fun. I don't I don't miss the setup, the teardown, and the travel. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well you're a drummer. I, that was the worst. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I was I was joked. I wish I would have played the flute or something. You know, stick it. <laughs> but. uh no, I, I still play for my church, so I get okay. the, I get that there though. Yeah. Do you set it up over there or? No, uh, not anymore. <laughs> we got a permanent setup now. I just show up and play, and that's it. It's yeah. awesome. And then you play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And where do you keep your drum in the house then? In the basement. Yep. So I got a couple. <laughs> I I have two two drum sets downstairs. Two kids. Nice. Yeah. Anything Anything worth mentioning? Well, if the drummers, yeah, the drummers out there will know. Yeah, for sure. I've got a, a DW Collector Series kit. Nice. And, and then I have uh, I have a really old, for the for the vintage drummers out there, I have an old Pearl Vari set. And I bet you a lot of people won't even know what that is. I think it's from 1978. It's a maple shell kit. But uh, I, won't bore, I won't bore people to death about that. But it's, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm sh- there's a lot of music nerds in our community. Yeah. There's a there's a lot more than we think, you know. If we all live close by together, between you know, uh, I know Jeremiah plays guitar. Yeah. John John Kelly plays the bass. I play guitar. I sing. Dude, have you ever heard John's stuff? John Kelly? No, I've I've never heard. Dude, it. Dude, he's no. legit. Like he's really good. Like, like he plays. Does he only play the? Oh, he sings. Does he play the? Dude sings. Oh, he sings. Yeah, you should ask him to sing. Just to be like John, sing in my ear. For real? No, don't do that. But just whisper, <laughs> just whisper softly. Yeah, dude. But like, he's he's got stuff out there. So like, if anybody's listening and you want to find out John's stuff, go search for him. Like, I forget the name of his band. He's really good. He did it for a living. He traveled for like ten years as a full time musician. <clears throat> he, I didn't understand that because when he was on the podcast, we did talk a little bit about that, but I didn't know he. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, he's good. He's really like good. He, well, that's awesome. Shoot. We should start a band, a virtual band in COVID nineteen. Yeah, a Zoom, a Zoom band. <laughs> a Zoom. Oh man, how would how would you calculate the latency and all that? <laughs> You'd have to be really good. Yeah, oh, <laughs> have to be really good. So, so you played for a long time, but now it's more like you. It's uh, Sunday morning at church. Just, yeah. Uh, the music and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have to say, like, from everybody that I've talked to in the state so far of the of the of the like. Uh, outdoor community backpacking like the um how do you say that like the cult the church culture is is pretty big where you guys are from oh yeah 
Yeah. Like, I, I, I barely know anybody that doesn't go to church. Like, Jeremiah was telling me about it. John. I, like, it's it's not like that here at all. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, uh, yep, yep, yep. Yep. I was, I was born and raised pretty much in the church. Yep. So. And is it, is like, is it like a Baptist church or a Catholic church? How does, how does, you know, there's different branches of it. Yeah. So, um, I, well, I attend a a non-denominational church, um, but I grew up in a Pentecostal church and my wife grew up in a Baptist church. So whatever, but it's all under the Christianity. Oh yeah. 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 It's all Protestant. Yeah. Protestant. So you have your Roman Catholic, uh, and then you have your Protestant, so you you know, Baptist, Lutheran, politics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> Left pretty versus much. right, right? Yeah, uh, but exactly. like it's it. The culture is pretty strong with this everywhere except Utah is Mormon, and I don't hear a ton from California being that into it. Am I correct, <laughs> or is that? Um, yeah, I don't know. I I'm I'm maybe, but there's there's a uh, there's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of Christians in and from the from YouTube in California too. Yeah, for sure. That I talked to no, um, I in the so. in the in the backpacking world. Uh, Tuba solo. Okay, hiker. yeah, yep. he's from California. That's right. Yep. Um, Huck Outdoors. Jason. Okay. Yep, they're Christians too. Jason from the Best Backpacker. Um, I don't know about Jason. I don't know, Jay, but I I, I okay. do talk to Jason, and he's awesome. I love that guy. Dude. Jason was actually so, the first one that agreed to come on the oh, podcast yeah? Yeah. Uh, four or five weeks ago. And yeah, I like um, him. Jason, yeah, I've I've been following him. It's funny. Again, was looking at his first video, and I was like, "Holy cow!" I actually started to follow you on your first video. You know, you know what? <laughs> I follow. The, I, I was his second subscriber. I know that because okay, I clicked and it said number two. But uh, um, <laughs> when I his intro. His intro, like his '80s vibe, he's grabbing the, yeah. he's grabbing the peanuts and the raisins. I mean, he it was just so like unique. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this guy already. Yeah. And, like, and he's the funniest oh, guy ever. He's such a cool dude. Yeah, he's a good guy. And for me, for me, he's even funnier. Because and him and I were talking about this. It's it's super funny because he's he's a very sarcastic. His humor is very sarcastic. Yeah. Right? But French Canadians, we don't understand. For the people, everybody knows I'm French. Obviously, you can probably hear in my accent, yeah. but, but we we have a hard time with sarcasm. Like we don't quite understand it properly. So is it me, like rude? I was exposed. This is. It's not rude. It's just we don't. Un- oh, that was a joke, right? It's one of those things where it takes like two seconds every time. So every time I, I watch his his videos, and he always likes to play on that. You know, he likes to ride that line. Yeah. A lot, right? And you never know. Is he making a joke? Is he being honest? Like for me, like it just makes me crack up so much. It's it's so funny. But he's he's from north the northeast, right? He's from Maine, and he was telling me he's like, yeah, you guys do not get that at all. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's been a that so far. Like I, I keep saying this to everybody because it's just been such an awesome uh, experience. Like that really like i was just on on a podcast with devin last week now with you john jeremiah people are so nice oh yeah in the outdoor community mm-hmm. i don't know how your your experience has been so far um <laughs> how has my experience been that's so funny i would say that people are 95 i mean i think my camera is on a 30 minute record 
It's recording again. Okay, we're good. Yeah, so I think people are okay. Um, are are ninety for ninety five percent nice, and then there, then there's the five percent, you know. And usually, usually the people that are the five percent <laughs> are the ones that think that they know you, and they've just developed this opinion about you, or they don't think you're a real person, and they could just, I'll just say whatever I want, and it's not gonna matter, you know. And in reality. I'm yeah. just the dude that wanted to tell you how to not to get claustrophobic in a hammock. That is who I am. And somehow I ended up here. I'm a normal dude just like you. I've got a family. I live in a house. You know, I, you know whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> Same responsibilities. Yeah. Same still, responsibilities. Yeah, exactly. You still wake up in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's odd, eh? Like, that's one thing we, we forget a lot about, like, whether it's celebrities or, or people that have a, a good amount of following or whatever. It's like, at the end of the day, when you meet them, you're like, oh, they're just regular people. Totally. Yep. Totally you know? regular people. But one of the things that I believe that probably influenced your, your growth, and maybe you can speak to that a little bit. Every person I talked to, like I said, like I had Justin from Justin Outdoors. I had John. I had Jeremiah, Devin. Oh, yeah, every, yeah. Everyone that talks to me will tell me how, especially in your early beginning, now you're at a different stage in your, in your, in your, um, obviously in your channel, but in the early beginning, one of the things that I think is very unique that you did that's awesome is that you reached out to a lot of these guys. Oh yeah. Like yeah, you yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. your networking <laughs> skills were awesome because everybody's like, oh yeah, Dan Becker just told me to call him. And then we spoke on the phone for an hour and a half and yeah. he was giving me yeah. tips and all that. And you're, I feel like, you know, now I was looking when so many people told me this, I'm thinking, I'm like, wow, that generosity is probably, has to do a lot with, 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 in my opinion, with your growth. Like, I feel like the more you give out into this world, the more you collect at some point. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, so early on. Um, I was, I, I, <clears throat> okay. So a lot of people probably don't know this about me too. Maybe they do, but I was in sales for you know, the insurance world for 12 years straight, literally door to door sales. Like I would knock on doors. This is not an exaggeration. I'd stop at a business park, park my car and walk the business park, knocking on doors and meeting people and trying to sell insurance. So networking was a big thing. But then prior to that, I was a pastor for a church. I was a youth pastor for nine years. So, uh, what does that I, mean? Sorry, I don't. I'm, uh, I hear that often, like a youth pastor, but I have no understanding. I was a I was a is. church. I was a church leader. So there was, you have a church, and I was one of the people on staff that helped lead the church. So I was paid. I was paid in ministry. Okay, I see. Yeah. But you're not a priest. Uh, if if I was Catholic, I would have been a priest. Yeah. But oh, I see I what was, you mean. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Go on. So anyway, um, anyway, but the, but the, my point is, is that <clears throat> I always felt like I was learning from somebody. Like I, I, I always felt like networking and learning. And so I was just trying to meet people and try to figure out what they were doing to learn because I was so new to YouTube. And then it, it's, it's now to the point where, excuse me, I would love to still do that, but I. I just, I can't, I can't, I don't have the capacity anymore. Like, cause I, <clears throat> I have, I used to have people reach out to me and say, well, Dan, help me with my YouTube channel. And people still do that. But, and I, and I would, man, I would be like, heck yeah, man. Just when do you want to talk? You know? And people are like, really, you want to talk to me? Like, 
Yeah. Why, why wouldn't I want to talk to you? Like, I'm just, I'm you, you're me. We're just here. I may have a bigger number after my subscribers than you, but who cares? You know, I'm just the same dude that you are. Mm -hmm. So, that's so awesome. we like, yeah, right so, on, that's so cool that you have that attitude. So I, I would do that, but it, and I still want to do it, but unfortunately it's, it's, I can't, I just, I don't have the time mm -hmm. as much anymore. Like I, I, I it, it, like I, I, I want to, <laughs> like I want to express to people. I really do want to, or like when people, um, I've had people comment or send emails like, or I've heard, you know, I've seen people say, well, I, I tried to reach out to him and I never heard back. So he's a big jerk or whatever. And I'm just like, dude, you, <laughs> if you only knew, if you yeah. only knew, like it's, it, it is literally impossible. I get hundreds of comments every day. I get emails like crazy. I get Facebook messages. I get Instagram. So it's like, I, I, and I try, I try, but after, after a point, it's just like, I, I just can't. I just can't do of it. Of course you can't. No, and 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 in all fairness, you know, to what you were saying, you're exactly doing this right now in a way with me. Like I'm I've got what 200 and I think I looked just before going on 218 subscribers and you're mm -hmm. here with me today. So like I mean like I think I think you're I think the reality of that you're facing is that it's just the fact that you're now in a new stage. Yeah, but your, this, here's chat. the thing. Here's the thing, though. I had 200 and something subscribers, yeah. too. You know? Yeah. So it's like, who cares? <laughs> it's it's the no, same. Like, I, have that, I have that same attitude about YouTube as I do about backpacking. Like, I don't care how you got here. I'm just glad you're here. You know what I mean? So it's like. For sure. But the magnitude, I think people have a really hard time understanding the magnitude of what it is to have 50,000 subscribers. Like, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if it, everyone, you know, and I, and I think that it's, it's funny you say that too, because, um, and <laughs> having 50,000 subscribers to somebody who's newer or starting out their channel, whatever, sounds like this enormous number, mm -hmm. but I literally communicate and have regular conversations with people who have, uh, millions, a million subscribers. And yeah. so I'm the guy. Who's sitting yeah, back going, oh, my gosh, thank you for talking to me. I can't believe you spoke to me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I, I, that's why I feel like I'm honored that people think that. And maybe inside of the niche of backpacking, that's true. Because I feel like the I feel like the 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 barrier for big subscribe to channels just has never been broken in the backpacking world. I think it's definitely going to happen. But like, you know, the. A fifty thousand subscriber person on YouTube, it in reality, it's 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 a it's a good amount, but there are thousands of channels of out course. there that have yeah. millions of subscribers. You know what I mean? So, yeah. When I I I I am always honored when people think that, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. let's hang out. You know, whatever. Of course. But that that's also. You know, that's, that's, that's also what I'm trying to say is that you have that heart. Like, listen, you back in your music world time, right? I used to tour a little bit with my band, nothing crazy, all DIY stuff and all that. But yeah. you would meet, if you traveled a little bit, you know exactly what I'll say that you would meet the headliners that are the nicest guys, Yeah. the nicest. They're just come here. They'll bring you on stage. They'll, they'll have fun. And then you have 
sometimes opening acts that are just sorry for the word, but they're just dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, and and I that's something I learned in that short music career that I had. I I never made money or anything. It's just like was something I was really dedicated to. But where the really nice people that's who you want to hang out with yeah. regardless of their status because that's where the fun is at. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Totally. And, and there's so much to be learned. Like we could talk about like camera, we can nerd out about camera technique, te like techniques you and I for hours. Like there's just so much to learn. Yeah. Right. So you don't want to, you don't want to limit any of that. And you know, a 200 subscriber guy like me could very well teach you a very valuable skill. You never know. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And <clears throat> what's so funny is that um, even I think that way too, because like this, the guys that I talked to, like when I went camping with uh, Joe Robinette, I went, I did a trip with him in December. And um, here's a guy that's got over a million subscribers or 1. what I'm not even sure. 1.3, 1.4, something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Something like that or whatever. And you're, and I'm here, I am sitting around the fire with him and I'm just thinking to myself, he's just a regular dude, just like me. Like, oh my gosh, we're just <laughs> hanging out. We're having a, we're talking about, we're not even talking about camp. We're just talking, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just so funny. I think the whole, the whole concept of YouTube and it just in general is just so, it's just so yeah. interesting to me. It's just so, and then, the, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be able to do this now as my job, which is awesome, but yeah. Um, yeah. So it's been cool. How, um, for for a huge, I have to ask for a huge Joe Robinette fan myself. I've been following him for years. I freaking love, and I especially because he's into portaging a lot. How yeah. fun is he to hang out with? <laughs> oh, he's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. He's a cool dude. No, he's 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 uh, he's the same guy on camera as he is in person for sure. How? Yeah, that that's a good point you bring up. How do you do you struggle with that? The person, you know, the talking head guy versus the guy that comes on a podcast versus the guy that, that does trip videos. Do you struggle or did you, I don't think you do anymore, but did you struggle trying to figure out who's Dan? Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. Yep. So <clears throat> because I didn't have an intent on starting a YouTube channel, I just sort of did it. And then people started watching and because I was influenced so heavily in watching backpacking channels, I felt like I needed to be the expert. Like on my first probably, 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 excuse me, like four or five months at least into my YouTube channel, I felt like, I, like I'd never wanted to say I wasn't, I had never through hiked something or I never wanted to say okay. like, I, yeah, I was really reserved or I, I didn't want to admit that I didn't know what I was doing in certain stuff, like, you know, yeah. whatever. So, and then it was finally like, I forget when it was, but it was, it's at one point, I don't remember how I realized it, but I realized that the people that were watching my channel, the majority of the people that were watching my channel were regular people who, uh, you know, had never through, they were just like me. They were the weekend warriors. And when I realized that, I finally was like, oh, okay, I don't have to, I don't have to pretend. Not that I was pretending. I just didn't say that I didn't know stuff. And so, and so, and so now it's just like, I'm happy to share what I do know and the experience that I have. And I say stupid stuff all the time. And, <laughs> and people, people comment and they tell me, they're like, they're like, 
they're like, uh, Dan, actually, that's that's not true. And I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, shoot. Like, I said something. What did I say? I said something recently in a video, and somebody pointed it out to me. And, and, and after a while, I got to thinking about it. I'm like, dude, I think they're right. Oh, that was <laughs> – I'm an idiot, you know? So like but that happens. Yeah, yeah. So I'm learning too, you know, and it's just fun. But like and then and then to learn to like I I had to learn to uh figure out what people wanted to see. You know what I mean? Cuz like I like I was the guy that in my early trip videos, I was doing them like everybody else. Like I would do like the the walk by the camera or I'd find the blade of grass waving in the wind and I'd want to get my cinematic cinematic shot. You know, like, and I don't even, I don't like, I don't know how to do that stuff. Here I am. I'm like, and I'm like, oh my gosh. So, and then, and then my, like my trip videos, nobody watched them. Like they're my lowest viewed of anything. If you, if you look at any of my videos, That's right. trip videos are always down. Like if I put out a trip video, the only reason I put out a trip video is to put some validity to the channel. Like, okay, see, yes, I do backpack people. Yes, I do. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I would be more than happy to not take a camera with me because I know nobody's going to watch it. So, mm. so I had Did that changed though. Yeah, because I had to figure out um, how to get people to watch. So what I realized okay. was is that nobody wanted to watch me film beautiful scenery. There's other channels that already do that really well that are people are watching them, like um, Craig Adams. I don't know if you know who Craig Adams is. Okay, no, no, I don't know. Craig, Craig Adams is the largest unknown backpacking channel out there. Look him up. He's got like 300 and some thousand subscribers. Epic. Okay. Craig with, okay. Craig with a K. He has no idea who okay. I am. Craig, if you're watching, call me. I would love to meet you. <laughs> and if you're watching, subscribe to my yeah. channel. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I tell you what. No, I won't say <laughs> <laughs> But then, uh, so I realized that nobody wanted to watch my cinematic crap. Cause I couldn't do it anyway. People were watching when I would stand in front of a camera and talk. So I thought I'm just going to, on my trip videos, I'm just going to not stop talking. I'm literally going to talk the whole time. And it worked like they're still not as viewed, but they, they're my views on my trip videos doubled from what they were I'm like, okay, I guess people like hearing me talk. Yeah. It's really very interesting. So. Yeah. It's interesting because since, so I started January 1st. For me, a little bit of a story. I've been wanting to start my YouTube channel about... I had the idea of starting my YouTube channel the first... Uh, okay, so it would have been July of 2019. And and if you look at my early, early videos, I posted two French canoe trips with my kids. Out of... I didn't want to start a YouTube channel. I was just like, instead of taking pictures, I would never... Like, I've been camping with my kids since Rosie my youngest was two and a half years old like she was 24 7 in her diapers and I did a four-day bike packing trip oh wow right and 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 I just I just love bringing them out and then I would never take pictures I was like I'll try to put a, a video together with my phone nothing crazy right just just a little bit so I posted that and that worked really well with with my my friends and family around me right and then, and then I kind of found out that a lot of people was doing that already. <laughs> like on YouTube, it was a thing. It's like, man, I think I'd like to, to try to put something together, right? So anyway, so, so, you know, fast forward over time. But last year, I couldn't start my channel because I was building the house that I'm sitting in right now. Like I spent the whole year building this. 
like nights and weekends, so I didn't have time to make videos. Mm -hmm. And I saw all of you guys starting, like John, Jeremiah, Justin, like Jason. I saw all of you guys starting. Now I'm sitting, like I'm working, and I'm I would listen to you guys. And I'd be like, I want to be doing this too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 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 I ended up starting in January. And the point is that I'm trying to make is ever since I started, I've been trying to figure out who is Marty. Yeah. Like in a sense that I know who I am as a friend. And the closest to Marty that people will get is in these podcasts. Like if you and I were sitting across the fire, I'm not trying to impress yeah, yeah, anyone. Yeah. I'm not trying to nuts stutter over my words. I'm not trying to hide my accent. I'm not trying to, I'm just being me right now. Like if you and I hung out, this is what it would look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but then there's my talking head videos that at first I was trying to be so perfect. Right. And I would script a lot, like, like almost to the words, everything. And then, then I was like, man, this, like, if someone was to watch this, then they would meet me in real life. Is that, would they be disappointed? Oh, for sure. Oh, I did the same thing. There's a, there's a lot of my videos that are like that. It's totally, you listen to, I used to, I used to cut out every, like my earlier videos, like probably exactly a year ago, earlier videos. I would literally edit out every uh and um and uh or any any type of stutter. It, there's there's a jump cut there. You won't even hear an uh or an um in some of the in some yeah. of the earlier videos because I was trying to be so whatever. But did you also? I don't know if it's just me. Well, I I know that John John puts out all of his uh, uh, bloopers at the end, right? Which is kind of funny. But like for me, it's like I get in front of a camera and I can't speak anymore. It's like, what's going on, right? So it's like constantly <laughs> taking over and over. And I'm like, they're just words. Just string them together. <laughs> That's I. If I sent you a raw video file, yeah, you'd be like, you are, what is this? I mean, literally. Uh, so my videos are probably like, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes long on average. Yeah. There's easily 40 minutes of video that I cut down to 10. Oh, that makes me easily. feel so much better. You have no idea how yeah. much that and, makes me feel better. And <laughs> And I was a public speaker for nine years. Wow. So, but you—that <laughs> means you you take because when I look at your videos, because sometimes because that's when I look at people's videos, I'll, I'll now because I know what it's like to edit it behind. Yeah, I'll look at it. I'd be like, dude, he went for like five minutes without jump cutting, right? So you would take. If if you do, you now retake like full sections or. Um, no. So I'll usually do it in one take. Like I'll just, I, I have like, um, notes on my phone or on, on my computer. Like now, like my computer's in front of me right here. Right. So yeah. I'll, I'll have a, a, like a word document or the notes open and I'll make the notes as big as possible. And then I, it's just an outline essentially. Yeah. And what I talk to the camera. Okay. But, um, when I'm, uh, if I need to look at a note, I'm just, I'm pausing to get my thought in my head. Okay. Number one, how to be blah, 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 whatever. And then I'm back to the camera as if I didn't look at the notes and I yeah. cut out of when course. I looked at the notes. So that's how I do it. And then there, but if I, there's definitely times where I've shot an entire video, I'm halfway through editing it and I'm like, nope. And I just delete the whole thing and I go back and do it all over again. <laughs> Cause I'm like, but I always find that I do it better the second time. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like I come, I get in this rhythm, I've rehearsed it or whatever. I've, or, you know, I've said it so I can say it better the second time. And then I'll think of stuff too. Like, how can I bring interest to this video to where 
people will stick through it. Okay, well, I know what I'll do. I'll, I'll, I won't, I won't just start the camera and start talking. I'll, I'll walk in from the door or something, or I'll, I'll open up a package or something, or, uh, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll something, whatever, because it's got to create interest where somebody's going to be like, okay, what's happening? I need to stick around for this to see what this guy's doing, kind of thing. So that's that's my thought process. And then, yeah. and then, like, but most of my videos that I do, like, I, I think of them the day I film them. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, that, you know it's like that more that more that morning. I'm like. Like tomorrow, I'm I'm gonna try to film a video tomorrow. I don't know if it's gonna happen because this week has been crazy with redoing this place. Yeah, but but um, uh, I, like I don't even know what I'm gonna do a video on tomorrow. Like I, I've got I have a I have an app. All I probably have like 50 video ideas, and yeah. I'll pick one. You'll pick one, and you'll, you'll yeah. just riff it right now. Yeah. So so how much? That's interesting. So so you have your kind of ideas and buckets, but do you? Like if you shoot tomorrow, will you post like Saturday morning? Like, are you use are you do you bank stuff or are you pretty much on no. the dot? No, that, so I <clears throat> I look organized. Like this looks organized, and it is. <laughs> I am the most unorganized person in the world. <laughs> totally. Like I I don't I can't. Like a lot of guys will batch film. In other words, they'll film you know two three videos at one time. That's and then they'll edit them. Okay. So then they don't have to do it. I'm, I film one video and I'm toast. Like my, my brain is like mm. spent all my energy trying to figure out this one. I don't have the capacity to try it again. So I'm done. Okay. So I will literally film it. I'll go straight to my computer. I will literally edit it. And then I will, I used to upload on Thursdays. Yeah. Like consistently Thursdays. Now I'm just like, I don't even care. I just hit upload. I'm like, boop. What day? What day? It's Friday morning. Yep. Okay, sure. Boop. It's uploaded. Whatever. I was going to ask you that. You did move. And is that is that a strategic thing to do or is it just something that works better with you? <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> okay. It's just no, something so, that works better with you. Yeah. So I think that there, I think people put way too much thought into what time of day and blah, 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 and try to look into the analytics. And they get so lost in the analytics of YouTube that the reality is, is people aren't watching because you got to make better content. Like, mm. so, so if, if you're, uh, you know, I try to upload at certain times of the day that I feel like people who watch my channel are there more. And I know when that is now, I know yeah. when P by, you can see when more people are watching. So I try to do it at that time. Cause it gives the video a boost for that day before everybody goes to bed. Yeah. But, but it's not, nothing scientific about it anymore i wish i wish there was you know and 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 um i don't think it's really affected much at all i mean it hasn't no, been negative so, so well so far for me it's been like wednesday morning 8 30 that's when it comes out and uh there's certainly a satisfaction of having three four in the bank for me because you never know how life goes so oh for so sure I, I, i'm a very um planned out guy if you will and uh and and i'm i'm very uh, uh i get obsessed with things so when i when i dive into something i dive like i i go deep and i and i you know and i and i try to figure it all out and i like to be i never thought i'd say that because i'm most people think of me as someone who like flies by the uh, seat of the 
what is that saying? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Flies by the seat of pants. Yeah, but but I I like to be organized. Like I really enjoy being organized. So for me, what I do is I'll batch film them, I'll edit them all, and then I then I feel like if if I'm sick a week, I don't have to provide. It's there, right? And I like having that. Now the downside to that is I find that what I'll talk about or and I don't know if the subscribers get that or not. I just feel like it's not as in the moment and personal. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like it I don't know if it's just me, but it's just like if I want to talk about a subject right now, well, it's only gonna come out in three weeks. I don't know if it's my interest that has moved on and people don't really feel this way because they don't they didn't know I had that thought to start. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or so I wonder if 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 there's more velocity to be gained from doing it week to week in the moment it's it's more like authentic yeah i don't know i think it i think it is <laughs> yeah that's i have no idea i, I yeah i mean I, I mean i do have to plan to a degree now because i have obligations to you know mm-hmm. spot because i have people that will sponsor videos and i need to have deadlines and things like that to work with the sponsors and things like that but other than that um you know it's yeah, it's yeah. just kind of I just I just make it and go. But I do try to make like I've been trying now to put out a video like every probably 4 to 5 days has been my yeah, what goal. you've been doing. So yeah, it's not exactly two a week, but it kind of Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. But like so next week um I'm going camping with the family. I'm going to try to not film when I'm camping with the family cuz that we I tr- I have a I own a big travel trailer too, so we <clears throat> we yeah. we're going to go we're gonna do that, but um, and then like the week after that, I'm gonna uh, I'll be fishing, uh, nice. for like four or five days, and so um, responsibly, COVID nineteen, okay, <laughs> we will we will be socially distant and uh, all that stuff, but um, you know, I'm gonna try to have a video or two planned out for that, and I'm dreading that, like, because I already know yeah. I I don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to, I'm, I work so much better when I procrastinate and I'm under pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, you, for me, this entire journey so far, what I dread the most is pressing record. Do you feel the same still? Or did you ever feel like that? Like, I'll spend hours. Well, for me, I'll spend hours. Are you overthinking it? I like overthinking it. That's my point. Yeah, no. yeah, I think for me, I what what I overthink is um, the setup. I overthink mm-hmm. uh, my mic placement, my lighting. You know, uh, what's my background look like? You know, where my okay. where, what what's my you know that that's what I overthink. When I hit record, I just I just go, and so half that's the time the fun part for you. Yeah, well, yeah, because a lot of times I don't like I I I. I know that point number one of my talking head video is blah, blah, blah. But I have no idea what I'm going to say after that. I just start saying it when the camera turns on, you know, and I'm like, then I get done. I'm like, huh, that was all right. That's good. That sounds pretty good. You know, or, or I delete it. Yeah. You know what? I don't know for the folks at home if anybody feels this way, but what's, what's really neat behind this is that, man, do you make me feel normal right now? Oh, good. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, no, but it's like, it's like we all look at people that have more success 
be like, okay, how can I, you know, keep stepping forward? And then you think, you're like, man, do, do, are they having the same issues as me? And it's just kind of nice. Yes, that honesty is nice because it makes it yeah. makes it makes us feel human. <laughs> yeah, they're for sure having the same issues as you, hundred percent. Yeah. So I so like, uh, I I think I think what what because I people ask me all the time, like what what can I do to grow my channel? How can I get bigger? How did you grow so fast? Blah 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 blah. I just feel like, it, like you said, um, being just being you. Okay. Yeah. And providing content that doesn't put people to sleep. So combine those two and you're probably going to do okay. So like, so when I'm, when I'm putting a video together, I am legitimately thinking in my head, I've got, if, if I ramble in a video, okay. And I, and I can, I will look at my timeline and I'm like, I talked for 20 seconds about that topic. (sighs) I thought it was good. Like it sounds yeah. good to me, but I already know that somebody is going to tune out and click off the video. I will literally either cut it out or figure a way to edit that down to 10 seconds or something or whatever, because that's, that's yeah. how ruthless are you with your cuts? Um, what do you mean? Like how much I'm editing a video right now and it's like 23 minutes and I'm like, can I like, but yes. at the same time. I'm I'm going through all the gear, so it's just such a long video, and I, I I guess I question myself should I should I have made it into two videos? But then it's like how yeah, so like gear videos, I think if you're walking through like your gear, you can get away with that because people like to mm. geek out on gear. But if you're talking about a topic, if you're talking about any whatever yeah. it is, you know, I don't even know, just pick a topic, and your and your video is like 20 minutes long, you probably should cut out. You know what I mean? Like nobody's gonna sit through a 20 minute video on a sleeping yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah. They're done after five, you know, or they're fast forwarding to the end to find out what you really thought about mm. it. You know, that's true. So for me, I'm there we go. So when somebody clicks on a video, I've got statistically, I have like seven to 10 seconds to keep them watching. Cause they decide already, are they going to keep watching after seven seconds or, or, they're, or not like statistically people will mm. click on a video. Eh, this sucks. I'm on to the next one. You know what I mean? So you're, that's your most important part, that first couple seconds of your video. And then after that, it's just like, how can I keep them around? Well, don't put them to sleep. And, <laughs> you know. The, the thing that's challenging is like sometimes I listen to what I said. I'm like, man, this is actually valuable. But is it retention valuable? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, so it's hard to find that line. But that's the whole like trial and error process of 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 uh of being a youtuber i would assume yeah yeah um yeah so (laughs) value is such a (laughs) you know what's value you know what i mean like yeah i can so i i kind of i kind of got sick of being put in a box like i have to be like every other backpacking channel because like i think people in the backpacking niche have been fed what a backpacking channel is supposed Mm. to be for so long that if you do something different, people either freak out about it or they love it. You know what I mean? Like there's no, like, so 
I got sick of that. And I'm just like, I, I don't even care anymore. Like, I just, I'm just going to be me. I'm going to be, I'm going to do stupid stuff. I'm going to, I'll be the backpacking channel that has a sponsor. Okay. Cause nobody was taking sponsors until I came around. I, I don't understand that personally. So, so I'm like, I don't, I, I really don't care. Like it doesn't yeah. like, cause I, I'm not here to be the backpacking. I just happen to be a backpacker on YouTube. I'm not here to try to be like any other backpacking show. I'm just me. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, whatever. I don't really care. Like that's not, you just, you know, go watch something else. There's a thousand other videos you could be watching right now. Right. So of course, you yeah, know, yeah. so, so for so as far as value goes, I don't know, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, it, I, I mean, I think, I think I feel like, like, um, or when I first started my show, I felt like I didn't know anything. Like I felt like what I was, I felt like I was forcing talking about stuff that I thought maybe, do I really even know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I, am I, but everybody I'm, feels like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then after a while I started realizing like, I actually know more than I thought I did because there's people that I'm helping. Like people are messaging me and being like, wow, I didn't, I didn't know that. I'm like, really? You didn't know that? <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. I guess I'll do it again. Yeah. We, so, we overthink this a lot. I think. Eh? Yeah, totally. I don't know if you know of uh, this uh, guy called Graham Cochran. He um, mm-hmm. he's he's got a YouTube channel. Anyways, he uh, but he I guess he's one of the coaches. I call I call him, but he says that all the time. It's like you don't need to be an expert to add value to the subject. You know, like if you have it, and that's something that we often feel. It's like we need to be experts all the time. It's like, well, what's an expert? Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. What's especially when you're talking about backpacking, because in reality, there is no right way or wrong way to backpack. There's just backpacking. And it's people who have, I think everybody's just trying to make it bearable. Right. And, and the people who are able to make it bearable are the ones who just seem to, you know, I mean, so it's like, I don't know. You know, it's not like math where like there's one yeah, yeah. way to do it. It's backpacking. It's so just, it's just going out there, right? <laughs> I'm yeah, just going to no, sh- and, and people are, are quick to pull the trigger on like what's right and what's wrong. That's that's just what it is. But I mean, th- there's some of that in everything. Like if we were in a in a in a technological, you know, let's say we had a YouTube channel on cameras. I'm sure people feel the same way in those niches as well. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I, I am very friendly with several camera channels. And so I, I do, I do know that that's out there for sure. That's, that, so they share the same frustration. Oh, that's every, good. every niche does every niche. does. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think oh, yeah. the, I think the niches that don't necessarily share those frustrations are the ones that have like really weird uh, channels with unique talents, you know, like, mm. I don't know, some whatever, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Whatever like just I mean. a, a yeah. one offer, but yeah. anything, anything that's got a niche as far as like well, a subject. What's the guy? What's the guy that keeps giving money? Like you put your finger Mr. on Beast. the car. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> like, nope. I'm sure nobody talks. Like, nobody kind of like goes against him much. <laughs> he's so Dude, unique. He's he's a genius. I will tell you that he's as far as I believe right now he's the fastest growing channel on YouTube right now. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Pretty sure. He's, he gets out, uh, if you look at his uh, analytics, his, you can go to socialblade.com and check him out. Yeah. He's getting 100,000 subscribers per day right now. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
that is some subscription, my friend. Yeah. But it's just like it's like, yeah, it's funny because it's just entertainment, pure entertainment, right? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, but uh, maybe uh, if we if we you know last subject of the night because we've been at it for a little bit. One of the thing that you and I I believe share is this passion to try to give back to our kids our love of the outdoor. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe how many kids do you have? Three. Two. Th- three. Okay, three. You have three. Yeah. Uh, two boys, a girl, something like that. Yep. Boy, girl, boy. So, and and how old are they? What's their? Uh, well, their, they're their all. Range? They're all, they're all within the next month changing to a new age. But I'll tell you the age they are currently. I've got a twelve-year-old, a ten-year-old, and a seven-year-old. Okay, okay, seven. So I have a seven. So, um, now you backpacking is the only camping experience that you do, I guess. Like no. you don't canoe trip or anything, oh. or do you do or other stuff? Um, well, I've car camped for. Of course, yeah, yeah, ever. No, but. Like, like in the back country, like oh I yeah, guess yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. No, no. I've only you... I I started backpacking like maybe five years ago was probably when I started backpacking. Okay. So yeah, that's all. All I've ever done is backpacking. Yeah, because uh, you know my my channel name is called Pire Extreme, right? So Pire Extreme is like Extreme Father. It's just it's just a French name, and the idea of that was because I used to bring the kids when they were so young with me, right? And a lot of people ask me like, dude, how do you do this? And one of the first thing I tell them is like, well, the, the hardest kind of camping you can do with your kids is backpacking because they have mm-hmm. to carry their own weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What I recommend most people to do is some kind of version of bike packing where they can attach massive chariots behind their bikes like I did or, or canoe camping where they can carry the gear on a canoe rather than on their back. Yeah. Um, how, do you, how do you manage to get your kids out backpacking specifically? So, Okay. I have a ton of gear that um, is really nice, <laughs> so it's really it's really lightweight, and so that's oh, yeah. that's helpful. Um, yeah. And then, uh, like, I just, I so my <clears throat> they all have enjoyed backpacking to a degree. My oldest son is the one that least enjoys it, actually. But okay. um, I, I I pretty much just let them bring something that. I don't argue about. <laughs> so what would that look like for a kid? Um, you know, like if it's like, if it was my, my, like my daughter, when she first started going, like say it was like a big stuffed animal. She wanted to oh, stuff yeah. in her backpack or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yep. Yeah. I'm just not going to argue with them. Yeah. Like, fine. That's going to make you feel comfortable. You want to bring it. I'm all for it or whatever. And then um, I always put them in charge of something. So I feel like uh, something that they would never expect me to put them, let them be like, uh, I'll let them be in charge of like the fire or something like you're, you're building the fire, you're starting the fire you're doing, and they love it. So then they feel like they have ownership. And then at the end of the backpacking trip, I feel like they've somehow earned a memory that will be good that they'll want to do it again. Mm-hmm. So here's a, an example of a bad situation. So like when I went and hiked South Dakota last year, uh, we were up on a cliff, and I filmed that trip. There's a video on YouTube about it, and a huge storm came through, which I didn't put on film. In part, I'm glad I didn't because now knowing how my kids ended up going through it, but I can't. You know, it would have been cool. Yeah. But it was like 40, 50 mile an hour winds. Oh God. We were we were probably 
I don't know, however the however tall the Black Hills are, that's where we were at. It was literally an open cliff because yeah, yeah. it was the only place. To, it was the only place to camp. There was no place to camp. Okay. And I was fine because storms don't bother me, but my kids were young, and the next morning we're hiking out, and I had no idea how mortified they were because we had to split kids up with adults because we had like four or five tents. Yeah. And some of my kids weren't, my two younger ones weren't with me. They were with other, they were with cousins and uncles and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? So now (laughs) if I say to my son, who's seven, if I say, Hey, we're going to go backpacking. He's going to say, he says to me, are there any storms? (laughs) So like he's, he's got this scar, you know what I mean? Like a memory I never wanted him to have because it was too early for him to experience that. So now it's like, so my, my goal is. And people may not agree with this, but my goal is I'm going to do my best to make it the most comfortable trip for my kids and the best memories possible. Because I remember being forced to do stuff when I was a kid, like going to the back country when it was cold or mm-hmm. miserable. And like, I'm a kid, like those are lasting yeah. memories. Of course. Yeah. So that's how I did it with my kids. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I think that we... uh there's a couple of things. I think that, you know, there's a, a massive storm like this. Plus, they weren't with you. If they would have been with you, it might have been, like, in the tent with you, I mean. It's it's yeah. more comforting than being with a, maybe a cousin yeah. or an uncle. But uh, I think, I, I personally think that the, our kids are a lot more resilient than we believe them to be. Like, so if we talk about distances and, 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 and like, you know, like both of my kids have climbed Mount Mansfield in Vermont, which is a 4,000 footer by themselves when they were, that's already two years ago. So like six and seven, but it takes wow. eight, eight hours instead of three. And it requires a lot of patience on my hand and, and yeah. other kids. So for me, I don't know if you've experienced this, but one of the things I tell people all the time is like, bring as many kids as you can. It, the more kids you have out there, the more entertained they are, the more happy they are to go out, right? That's a that's a huge thing. And, and we tend to put to draw the limits for them before they even draw them for themselves as well. Yeah. But, but I mean, we like my, my youngest... Uh, Rosie, for her, it's uh, bees and bugs. She was stung by a bee three times in the same summer. One, last, Actually, last summer. Like, I get stung by a bee, like, once every 10 years. Like, <laughs> I don't know yeah, what yeah, happened. Yeah. So, three different occasions she got stung by a bee, and now that's what I'm trying to kind of get over, right, and work out. Yeah. But, but it's there's so much value, like you said, like giving them responsibilities and building a fire and cooking. Like it's just those are the things that they really thrive on. Yeah, for sure. And the and the and the least amount of rules without going, you know, being unsafe is also very liberating for them out there. I don't know yeah. if you've yeah. if you've had that experience. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And. Uh, yeah, no, bring and for me, bringing the kids out there is like it's everything. It's the thing that I try to do the most because it's it's it means so much to me, and I think there's so much value to be gained, like you know, self esteem, uh, creativity, uh, problem solving. There's just so much to learn for them out there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, all the life experiences they're gonna take with them, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, Dan, thank you so much for doing this. I think we've been at it for about an hour and a half, yeah. which is usually about the course of time that we do. Um, everybody here already knows 
uh, about you, obviously, if they're watching. But please uh, tell them where they can find you, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, if you're on TikTok. Just kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, YouTube, just type in my name, Dan Becker, and I'll pop up. So, And then I'm on Instagram, so at Dan Becker Outdoors. So follow Those are me. the only two places? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, and Facebook. I'm on Sounds Facebook, good. too. Yeah, Dan Becker Outdoors. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Awesome, man. Cheers. Thank you.